business disruption insurance is is something that uh, seems uh, will really make way into the market now and uh, i i am assuming that you'll find a lot of takers with uh, especially businesses and and not just businesses even personal disruption that can happen another area again uh, sticking back to health would be uh, something which relates to more like disease management so if you were to have a, a disease then can the health insurance policy actually help you manage that disease greetings listeners you are listening to the mindful breakaway podcast show this is covid the flow series yes you heard it right covid the flow in this series of mindful breakaway podcasts we discuss what impact the coronavirus has had on various industries sectors and professions for today's show we have with us mr shankarna head of insurance at et money a part of times internet the digital arm of the times group and mr shankarnath is also the anchor for the et money mutual funds review web series prior to this he worked as assistant vice president e-commerce and digital marketing at bharti axa general insurance and at hdfc life insurance where he launched the digital practice provided essential leadership and managed the business systems and processes He likes to help insurance companies adopt digital first strategies and prepare for imminent disruption in the insurance space. Through his 17-year career in the BFSI sector, Shankar has built his reputation in starting up businesses and growing them into multi-million dollar businesses. I am Purti Goswami, your host for today's podcast, and without further delay, let's tune into the show. Hi Mr. Shankar, thank you for joining us on today's podcast. Thank you so much Purti for having me for this podcast. Uh, an absolute pleasure to be here. Without further delay, we're just going to jump into the questions. So for the first question, March is the busiest month in the insurance sector calendar as it coincides with the tax saving season. How has the coronavirus pandemic impacted the premium pickup in March this year? So the month of March is one of those months that uh, the Indian insurance industry really awaits. Uh, I'm saying so because March is generally the month where about 15 to 17 percent of the overall premium of the year actually goes through. Uh, to put it into numbers, last year uh, for the life insurance industry, uh, last March was when they collected 37,000 crores of premium. and this year's numbers i've been looking at it uh, it's just 25000 crores so that's a drop of about 32% uh, we've seen similar numbers uh, which have come alight uh, with respect to uh, the the health insurance segment as well so if i look at certain angles to it again there has been a drop of over 30% so 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 overall uh, march has not been a good month and that's largely because of agents not being available on the streets or banks being closed because of the entire covid-19 scenario that's uh, across the country yeah that makes sense so there would possibly be a rise in life insurance claims during this period do you think that would also cause a rise in the life insurance premium Yeah uh, that's a very uh, pertinent question Purti and it comes at a very right time because 
very recently uh, term insurance companies have actually increased their premium and that's gone up by about 15 to 20% across the board but that's nothing to do with the coronavirus um, i think it was a long time coming uh, the indian insurance industry is maturing with respect to term insurance policies and uh, there was a standard repricing that had happened very recently uh, started this entire exercise started in the month of april uh, to the specific question on whether this increase in uh, debts due to coronavirus or uh, uh, the fact that people are having coronavirus does that impact insurance premium well the immediate answer is no uh, this is uh, the the term insurance industry as as against the health insurance industry it it works on uh, assumptions which run into decades and uh, reinsurers and actuaries would have taken into account that there are possibilities of pandemics happening there was the sars virus there was the mers thing that had happened uh, quite recently and they would have factored all these uh, things while uh, advising on the pricing of course it doesn't mean that insurance premiums will not increase may not happen immediately may happen a little later but for now uh, the premium rises that you're seeing with term insurance that's nothing to do with covid-19 situation but it's a regular industry repricing that's happening at the moment with more awareness of health hazards are you seeing a pickup in the demand for health insurance products uh yes uh, we are seeing a rise in health insurance inquiries and uh, this is uh, currently it's happening on the digital platforms uh, on our platform et money it's happening on insurance websites uh, some of the other aggregators in the industry like policy bazaar easy policy etc so so the the health insurance inquiries are definitely on the rise um in fact uh, april uh, generally is a very uh, uh, a low month for health insurance but but this april uh, actually the demand for health insurance has been as high as as march which is traditionally supposed to be uh, the month where there is the highest demand for health insurance policies also in terms of the questions that uh, we're currently receiving it's uh, yes there is a lot of you know kind of uh, uncertainty around uh, uh, whether i would get claims if i have a coronavirus etc but but people are also asking a, a, a kind of uh, you know a series of of related questions regarding what happens if i have a pre existing illness or or what happens if uh, you know i have i have to go into isolation then is that particular claim covered so a lot of new questions which are coming up uh, you know which was uh, never uh, never asked by by most consumers having said this um, another thing that we are seeing is that while the inquiries for health insurance is increasing uh, at least in terms of take up uh, i think the proportional increase has not been as much which means people are coming people are inquiring but when it comes to them making the final purchase uh, i think i think it's not as proportional as to the percentage of uh, inquiry growth and and i can understand the reasons why i mean one is a lot of people are looking at uh, cash conservation at this stage they want to keep cash in hand uh, you know save for a rainy day uh, maybe that's that's why they are not kind of uh, 
pushing with that particular purchase also most health insurance policies currently are being sold on an annual mode you know which becomes a problem for people you know from an affordability perspective but that is going to change very soon because one of the bigger innovations that the health insurance companies have now brought in which is going to obviously uh, increase more demand for health insurance by making it more affordable is by offering health insurance on a on a monthly basis so i think that's that's one innovation that has come in which is going to help people across the country uh you know kind of adopt more health insurance products yep that's a really important innovation especially in a country like india where affordability is a huge issue especially during these times so for the next question a lot of insurance companies have come up with covid specific policies what is your opinion on them do you think they provide complete coverage i think uh, one of the areas uh, the fact that there are covid-19 policies i think that itself is quite commendable uh, you know with respect to the insurance industry because you know when you have a scenario where you really don't know to what extent covid is going to uh, be prevalent within the Uh, within the entire country so when these policies actually came out uh, there were hardly 100 cases or even 50 cases which were actually getting detected uh, on a daily basis very early days in march uh, so so it's quite uh, quite quite big of the insurance companies to actually come up with covid-19 policies now with respect to the coverages uh, there are two kinds of covid-19 policies which are available one is a fixed benefit based policy which simply says that if you are diagnosed with uh, covid-19 and you cross a certain waiting period uh, you would be paid a lump sum money uh, this is generally between 25000 rupees to a maximum of uh, 1 lakh rupees so even with an our platform we kind of put in those policies and we saw a decent take up we saw initially there was like a thousand policies being bought uh, on a daily basis which uh, which obviously went down over time and now we still continue to have about 200 policies which get sold on an everyday basis uh, from our platform alone so similarly these kind of policies have been released in almost a dozen platform the other uh, covid-19 policy are those indemnity based policies which is purely on a hospitalization basis now that's where the coverage is much higher uh, because obviously the uh, the risk for the insurance companies is is lower as compared to a benefit policy and that's where i've seen coverages can go as high as 10 lakh rupees so at least from a coverage point of view there are enough types of policies which can give you the kind of coverage that you demand i think 10 lakhs itself is 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 pretty decent i've been seeing a lot of hospital reports etc people have been posting their hospital bills on linkedin and and generally the median bill that i've kind of seen in a in a place like mumbai or delhi has has been somewhere on 3 3 1/2 lakh rupees Uh, of hospitalization uh, a large part of it is medicines and obviously the room rent you know for 14 days if you have to be there uh, you know a typical room rent is 6000 7000 rupees so uh, so so 3 lakhs 3 and a half lakhs is what i am currently seeing so so you can have a policy that extends up to uh, 10 lakhs as well so from a from a coverage perspective these plans are pretty sufficient for an average consumer Okay that's good. So for the next question, 
There are a number of different insurance products like car insurance, health insurance, term insurance, travel insurance, etc. with different processes. What changes is the insurance industry making? Uh, so, Purti, uh, this is a pretty long question because, uh, uh, A, we are talking about uh, a number of uh, different insurance types. Each of them have a different uh, customer segment, a different way of of, of selling. Uh, the processes are different, uh, different innovations are happening there. Um, so, I think one that we can exclude out of this discussion would be travel insurance because that's one segment which has been largely affected due to the travel bans, etc. Uh, if you look at the other three segments, uh, there's a lot to talk about here. So, but but if I look at what's common between uh, a car insurance or a health insurance or a term insurance, uh, we see a lot more uh, of the business. Uh, of the distribution as well as the customer servicing uh, moving into the digital framework. Um, to put some stats around it, today about 10%, anywhere from 7 to 10% of all new policies that are being sold by insurance companies is happening through the online channel, uh, which consists of an insurer's own website and, of course, aggregators and brokers. Um, that number is expected to go up uh, dramatically now. Uh, at least in the month of April and May, uh, it's it's more or less been the digital channel which has contributed to a lot of growth for companies. But uh, going forward, uh, it it wouldn't surprise me to see in the next uh, three to four years this number going up uh, uh, way over twenty percent. Uh, that itself, so this is kind of a point of inflection for uh, the digital business for most insurance companies. The other area I see is. Uh, uh, insurance companies are now probably going to start looking at things from a more uh, segmented approach, uh, uh, which which largely means that instead of kind of pooling the risks into a very large pool, I think now it will be about cutting it into more meaningful sizes. So I'll give an example for that. Uh, so even now we see there are red zones, orange zones and green zones within our uh, our country. Now, the risk for a person within a red zone is far different from the risk that a person has if he resides in a in a green zone, for example. So that is something that will be taken into account when you create the next health insurance product. Uh, similarly, when you look at uh, car insurance, for example, right? So again, the idea is to see if data can be used and if if this this data can actually help in determining uh, what would be uh, the kind of claims that the customer can make, you know, which includes a lot of things like what are his travel habits, what's his lifestyle, how many kilometers does he use his vehicles for, uh, what are the other kind of personal risk policies that he has, a lot of stuff. So, so data is something that I really see that the insurance industry will start imbibing in a very, very big way. Uh, Finally, we also see a, a lot of process changes which are already happening and that's going to increase even further. Uh, right from the fact that uh, life insurance companies have moved from physical uh, medicals to moving into a telemedical. Uh, customer services uh, is now getting very heavy into chatbots and looking at AIs, etc. to make sure that customers can be told uh, can be given answers to the questions that they have and they don't need to have a person who's always on the call to kind of answer those questions. Uh, similarly, on a claim basis, the use of 
different ML and AI tools will ensure that uh, when a claim comes in, so let's say a car insurance claim comes in, uh, it's 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 basically the phone's camera which is able to capture all the images and the AI that's behind it is able to figure out what's the dent, whether the dent happened because of this particular accident, uh, how much of repair cost will that particular take. And if the machine is going to do all these things, then the machine is equally capable of actually sending across the claim amount to the customer's bank account within probably seconds. And, and that takes care of that entire loop, you know, where initially a surveyor was being asked to go there. He'll come in, he'll, he'll probably inspect it, the person would not be there. There'll be a lot of riffle-raffle between uh, the surveyor and the customer and the car dealer and the deliveries has to be weighted. So so it's, it's a way of short-cycling this entire approach and making it more uh, customer-centric. Uh, Obviously, paper forms will go away. It's all going to be more of of digital. Maybe maybe one day you and I don't even have to fill up a form even on a website. Probably uh, there will be there will be a voice recording of our proposal form. You know where someone like an Alexa or a Google Assistant is going to ask questions, and we'll be simply answering those questions. You know as as it comes across. So. Uh, this is definitely on and I think this COVID-19 situation becomes as a very true catalyst to have these processes uh, in the near future. That sounds very interesting. Continuing the discussion related to changes, what kind of new products do you foresee being introduced to cater to this new reality our world is in? Yeah, so there are uh, different products that... uh, that are coming in and that will continue to come in. So, um, so for example, we already discussed the COVID nineteen policies which have been introduced by the health insurance companies. So that's a uh, that's an immediate one, and I think over time that's going to kind of uh, add to the uh, you know to the product suite in terms of adding more uh, viral infections or or other things you know that we would normally not kind of consider in our entire uh, scheme of things, even those are going to kind of uh, make way into these policies. Uh, sticking to health insurance, uh, again, uh, depending on lifestyle. So, uh, so for example, someone who uh, travels out versus, let's say, someone who has a very sedentary style. So, let's say a housewife, for example, uh, they might have different policies to cater to their respective uh, uh, ways of living uh, that is something that uh, definitely seems to be you know kind of on the on the horizon um, looking at policies uh, which are very specific to this reality you know where there has been a business disruption so business disruption insurance is is something that uh, seems uh, will really make way into the market now and uh, I am I, assuming that you'll find a lot of takers with uh, especially businesses and, and not just businesses, even personal disruption that can happen. Uh, uh, that's that's something that would be looked into. With uh, car insurance, uh, uh, now we can see more of uh, pay-as-you-go kind of products because if if there's going to be a little uncertainty as to when I'll be allowed to take my car out or uh uh you know if if uh, if i have multiple cars for example you know i can probably pick out only one car there might be certain restrictions like that uh so so obviously that's when uh you know a pay as you go kind of a product uh, definitely becomes more relevant for more consumers another area again uh, sticking back to health would be uh something which relates to more like disease management so if you were to have uh, a disease then 
can the health insurance policy actually help you manage that disease that's that's something that was not uh, given enough uh, focus by uh, almost every health insurance company but that's something that will become more uh, more prevalent and uh, i think that's something that people will really appreciate uh, of course there can be even products uh, which kind of work on the current reality of uh, uh, you know people having back pains the fact that you know there are office workers who are going to be working from their home and uh, uh, you know this can lead to a certain amount of fatigue among people so 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 let's say back pain insurance for example or something like a like a mental depression uh, insurance you know because uh, like today what what i am facing and some of my team members are also facing that it's not a medical struggle uh, the covid-19 situation it's a it's a it's a habit struggle uh, which is actually leading to a little bit of depression you know when you are so used to socializing with your office colleagues etc and suddenly you are leading a very monotonous sort of life um, so 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 there can be policies that can actually help you uh, with this particular uh, uh, incidence as well um uh, so see these are some of the innovations that you can see definitely from a product front that's uh, going to kind of hit uh, the market so for the last question of the podcast i'd like to ask you so companies across sectors have applied innovation to help consumers and people in general like edutech offering free online learning classes or alcohol beverage companies repurposing a production line to manufacture sanitizer what goodwill gestures has the insurance sector done in these times oh the insurance sector um, has has done a lot and i think they've made a very uh, positive start and i think the, the 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 institution that made the first start is actually the insurance regulator itself the irdai um when uh, the first attempt that they kind of made was to ensure that uh, they can miss they can remove any kind of misinformation that goes on because uh, you know with with the use of social media etc a lot of uh, myths can be floated around very quickly and i think one of those myths was or or maybe the confusion was that hey is uh, is coronavirus treatment covered as a part of my health insurance policy uh, a lot of people didn't know and they were obviously searching for answers to a question like this and that's where the irda really clarified and they and they went across they told all the insurance companies to communicate to their customers as to how their claims are going to be treated if there is going to be a covid-19 uh, diagnosis or a covid-19 treatment that happens the same thing was done by the term insurance companies where uh, they also clarified with everyone uh, all their policy holders as to if if claims due to coronavirus will be uh, honored or not the answer to that is yes it will be honored and similarly the people like us you know the people who distribute uh, insurance policies we did the same thing for our consumers so 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 across all uh, you know all the all the stakeholders in a in a insurance uh, in the insurance industry in india i think there was one message that was going across to all consumers that hey don't worry we are there to support you uh the ird went even further you know from a from a goodwill perspective to ensure that in case an insurer were to deny a claim uh which had an element of covid-19 in it then they can't just straight through deny the claim uh it has to be taken through a committee uh 
and the a proper decisioning needs to be done. There's a proper methodology around that, which IID has defined. And only post that committee kind of understanding the case uh, in greater depth will a case be, uh, will, will a claim be uh, rejected. So that's something that came directly from the IRDAI saying that uh, care has to be taken with claims, especially with respect to COVID-19. The other gestures that we also saw, uh, for example, uh, Echo is, is is a general insurance player. And what Echo did was, was very simple. So they said, hey, we know that you've not been taking out your car. So if your, uh, so if your car is insured through us and it's insured for 12 months, we are going to extend that by one more month. So now effectively, I'm going to give you a policy of 13 months. Uh, so it's it's a sort of a moratorium that uh, that particular company did. And I, I do hope other companies will also kind of extend that advantage to consumers. But ACO is someone who, who really did this. Additionally, uh, the regulator also kind of allowed users a moratorium in terms of their uh, premium payments, uh, saying that, hey, even if you take an additional month to make the payment, you know, because of the of the lockdown situation in the country, it's okay. And they instructed all the insurance companies to not kind of penalize them and even honor the claims that might happen during this particular period. So, so that is something that's another goodwill gesture that was uh, put forward and all the insurance companies were more than happy to basically honor uh, something like this. And of course, as we earlier discussed, uh, the entire creation and the very swift execution of uh, COVID-19 policies that uh, the insurance companies uh, did was something quite remarkable. Uh, generally, insurance companies would analyze the data, they would take a lot of time to to understand, you know, how the claims are going to go through, etc. But this was such a situation that uh, uh, they did decide to take a lot of risks. And uh, I think everyone came together, even the distributors came together, uh, uh, you know, saying that, okay, we will not charge any commission for a product like this, you know, let's just make sure that more and more people take advantage of this particular product. And 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 that was something rich of uh, of all the stakeholders to come together and make sure that uh, you know, we can kind of contribute to uh, to people and their welfare. So, so these are a series of steps that the insurance companies uh, took. Uh, they also changed a lot of their processes uh, to make sure that it's easier for customers to be able to uh, pay their premiums or or make sure that they can get their claims better. Uh, you know, adopted a lot more digital tools right now. Uh, another big thing. Uh, uh, this is one of those industries which is ensuring that there are no layoffs per se. Uh, I'm I'm yet to hear news of uh, you know any layoff from a major insurance company, etc. So, so so overall, you're just trying to kind of stick everything together and make sure that uh, you know a, you know a, a setup as important as insurance for this country and especially at a time like this is is always there for people uh, and and. And these are the kind of things that uh, the industry is doing uh, for the regular Indian consumer. It's really nice to hear about those initiatives and know that everyone is doing their part. So that brings us to the end of our podcast. Thank you, Mr. Shankar, for joining us for this informative session and providing us insights into the insurance industry. My my pleasure, uh, Purti. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, uh, you know, for this podcast. And I wish you the very best uh, going forward. 
If you like our podcast, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Follow Mindful Breakaway on LinkedIn for more interesting projects.